Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. In addition to bringing you updates and critical events happening all around the world, we're always fortunate to have the chance to dial our local ELA lawyers into the program. These folks are practicing on the ground in jurisdictions, helping their clients daily move through difficult times. On the program, we span the globe, speaking with members both here in the U.S., as well as internationally, and we've received updates on critical issues from members in China, Italy, Korea, all across Asia, Europe, Latin America, and now we're back in the U.S. Joining us on the program today is Jay Sandys, Vice President of Organizational Development at CCA. CCA is an HR consulting firm providing performance improvement and risk mitigation services for their clients. CCA is also a strategic partner of the Employment Law Alliance. Also on the call is Jackie Kugel. Jackie is managing partner of Morgan Brown and Joy in Boston. And Morgan Brown and Joy is the ELA's representative from Massachusetts. Today, Jay is going to share with us his observations and perspectives regarding a recently published employee survey they've done, the Return to Work Survey. What he's going to be discussing are some of the common concerns related to returning to work and providing solutions to these concerns. For listeners that would like to participate in the CCA Return to Work Survey, we'll be providing a link to this in the description of this podcast. We're also going to go to Jackie Kugel, who's going to then discuss some of the legal issues associated with the return to work process, as well as considerations for employers that need to address these issues when they consider employees that are expressing anxiety or other concerns with returning to work. Welcome, Jay and Jackie. How have both of you been today? Great. Wonderful. Great. Thanks for joining us today. Jay, let's start with you. Just tell us a little bit about CCA, what your practice is, and give us some background if you would. Sure thing. Thanks a lot, Peter. Glad to be here. So CCA, as you said, is a workplace consulting firm and employee assistance program. We do a lot of different things like executive coaching, learning and development, organizational assessments. We help employers gain information about employees' concerns, and then we also help to address those same concerns. So in the context of a return to the workplace related to COVID, We're really helping to identify what employee concerns are, relay that information to employers, and then help employers to address the concerns and come up with solutions. So this survey is going to be an interesting tool. I know we're going to be launching it soon. Jackie, I'd like to get your perspective from a legal standpoint. What are some of the legal issues that you and your firm have been working on with clients relative to employees returning to work in the workplace? So the issues related to employees returning to work has really evolved throughout the pandemic. Of late, the primary issue has been employees who are contending both with the return to work and the fact that they need to manage their children's and whatever the children's school situation is. And so, of course, we've been spending a great deal of time with employers talking about the Families First Coronavirus Response Act and the issues related to emergency paid sick leave that's available as well as emergency family medical leave, and to what extent employees in either hybrid or remote situations are entitled to that leave, along with intermittent leave and how that might be available for employees in these kinds of situations. Another issue that really does strike sort of at the heart of how do we manage our workplace and the return to work, issues around testing. A lot of questions around can employers test for COVID as employees return to the workplace? And the answer, according to the EEOC, is is yes, but it's not quite that simple because it then moves on to, well, what, what do we do with the information when we receive it? 
There's a great deal of confidentiality, of course, that we're used to dealing with with respect to medical information. But attendant to that are issues now with contact tracing. How do we properly and appropriately manage both confidentiality, yet also contact tracing? And there are, of course, a variety of legal issues that are involved with that. And even before that, I would say we have been managing things like the return to work plan itself. But frankly, those return to work plans have been driven largely by requirements from the various jurisdictions. And so that's how we build the plan. But those plans don't really inform us well about what's on employees' minds. And that's where I'm really hopeful that this survey might assist us because the plans themselves provide things like how many people can be in the workplace and a variety of requirements relative to the physical structure. But what's on an employee's mind and add it to the requirements that the government or the jurisdiction is placing on us, that I think is something employers really would welcome. Well, that's going to be interesting, Jay. And again, back to you on this. So really, we get lots of policies that the senior executives are building. We get consultants that come in to help them think about that. We have industrial hygienists that are helping relay out the space. Everybody's got a plexiglass thing in front of them, and there's masks with company logos on it. But the emotional side of this, the impact on employees and their anxiety that they may have about returning, what's a good way to address employees' anxieties about returning to the workplace? What advice can you give to our managers and our company leaders listening in? Well, we're hearing a lot from employers as well that, that have concerns and are wondering exactly the same things. And so some of the advice that we're giving is communication, transparency, a plan. So, you know, as Jackie was saying, there's, there's a lot of legal requirements and that's the lawyer's field. For us, we're looking at emotional well-being and really, you know, how do you support a culture that really looks at what the employees' needs are? So that's what this survey is about, is trying to gather information directly from them. What are they looking for? What are their needs? What are we hearing from them? What are they asking for? And then conveying that to the employers. So in terms of anxiety, you know, some of this stuff, it's just what I said, you know, people are anxious because they don't know what the plan is. People are anxious because they don't know what safety precautions have been put in place to keep them safe. They don't know what the rules are, you know, can they work from home part-time, you know, indefinitely? Or, you know, when do they have to come back? What other resources are available to them? You know, we really think of this as psychological first aid, which if you know that theory, it's really looking at what are the basic needs of the individual. You know, before you get into anything more complicated, you're really just looking at their basic needs are food, shelter, water, you know, that kind of thing. In this context, their basic needs are just knowing information uh, that they're getting in a regular way that's clear and concise. You know, there's a specific plan and they have some input into it. They're being heard and they're being supported in terms of their emotional needs. I think that's terrific. So there's some compassion that goes into it. So It's just not in black and white. There's some color to some of that thinking that companies are putting in place. But let's go back to the legal considerations here. So I'm an employee and I tell my manager, I can't come back to work because I'm anxious. And there's got to be some legal considerations that, you know, when an employee stresses this, that the employer needs to deal with. So Jackie, tell us, what are some of the legal considerations employers need to consider? Yeah, so this is this has actually been a growing theme really since the beginning of the pandemic and, and really a tricky area because Frankly, we, we all use terminology like anxiety and being anxious and being depressed. We, we often, as 
lay people use that as sort of normal parlance, but they are also medical diagnoses. And of course, as obligations, when an employee tells us that they have a medical condition that is impacting their ability to either come to work or to do their job. And if that is either a serious health condition under the FMLA or a disability under the ADA, those are legal issues that as an employer, we have to deal with appropriately. So, you know, I would say it, it begins with all of the things that Jay is talking about in terms of informing folks and explaining what's going to happen. But as an employee, nevertheless, says I'm, I'm experiencing some real anxiety, it's an employer's obligation to listen and frankly deal with it as we would have pre-COVID, which is... If somebody's saying, I can't come to work because I've got a medical issue, extend them Family Medical Leave Act and begin the process to put out FMLA paperwork. And if there's a state leave law involved to follow the obligations under that, if it is a situation where the employer is too small for the applicability of those laws, or the employee has already used the leave entitlements under those laws, or if it's they're willing to come back to work, but they require something to assist them in feeling more comfortable to be able to do their job, then the Americans with Disabilities Act and obligations to engage in an interactive dialogue to accommodate become sort of first and foremost. But these are all things that we, frankly, even before the pandemic, had to listen for. And I think our ears need to even be sort of more fine-tuned now than ever to provide those opportunities and entitlements to people. Well, that's great advice. And, you know, I think you pointed out things that almost seem like reflex actions for managers. But now when you put the COVID layer over it, because managers have anxieties too. So they're not thinking, honestly, they may not be thinking of their other colleagues. They're thinking of themselves. They're thinking of their own kids that are at home that don't have a way to handle school. So there's this complex piece that it's not, you know, me as the manager and you as the troubled employee, it's we are all wearing the same veil of uncertainties, which is, again, more and more important of why we need to get clear. And Jay, it sounds like, you know, folks like Jackie, they can put pen to paper, they can help develop the return to work plan. But how does CCA help employers and employees return to work? What processes do you use? So in the case that Jackie was just saying, that somebody comes back to the workplace and, you know, has an anxiety issue or can't come back because they have an anxiety issue, we actually would help get them evaluated and get that medical treatment when they're on leave. So they get a leave. Okay. Now what are they doing on that leave? Are they, are they getting psychological help? Do they have, you know, they have a psychiatrist or are they working on the issue so they can come back? So, so we would definitely help with that kind of thing in terms of getting them set up with an evaluation, tracking that treatment, informing the employer of their readiness to return. Sometimes they even come to us, you know, without going on a leave, and we just talk them through it and give them resources, helping them with childcare, you know, educating them about what anxiety is, giving them some tools to cope with it. We even help groups of employees by doing support groups or training or helping to educate managers on things to look for and how to be supportive. And, you know, we try to make the culture more supportive in general of employees' needs. Well, Jay, let me follow up with you then on that specifically to some of the clients that you have. Can you just cite some of the concerns, maybe even identify, certainly without identifying the people or the company, but share with us a bit some of the concerns you've heard from employees that have to do with their returning to work. What are some of the examples you have? So people are talking about concerns with the workplace in terms of that they're going to get infected with COVID 
or what their colleagues are doing, what the rules are. They're wearing a mask. Is everyone else going to wear a mask? How close are they going to be to people? What are they going to do with their child? You know, some of the transportation stuff. We're hearing a lot of the practical kind of considerations that are making people anxious. Otherwise, people may have anxiety conditions or mental health conditions already. And the whole pandemic and the whole situation and just how divided everybody is politically and social unrest and all that stuff, it's just making a lot of those things worse. So, you know, we try to address it, providing support and resources and connection and even practical solutions to some of that stuff. So that's kind of how we, how we address that. Well, you know, th- this is going to be a very interesting survey. And again, I encourage our audience if your company wants to sponsor this with your employees, it's really there to just help provide guidance. And instead of just getting the opinions from your employees, we'll be gathering opinions from employees all across the country so that we can develop kind of some sentiment that people participating in the survey can use as they develop their plans. But going back to the planning, Jackie, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about how you think this survey might help employers avoid or maybe sidestep some of the legal issues that are involved in bringing employees back to work. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, I think the survey is a great opportunity to really understand what's on the employee's mind. Uh, Again, the legal issues we can read about, we can read what's required, we can implement, but that's only part of the process. What we know and what we've known for a very long time is that when employees are unhappy, feeling upset, feeling stressed, they have a higher likelihood of, among other things, bringing legal claims. And so if we can get on the front end of understanding what the concerns are and not simply just sort of plop in place what the jurisdiction is requiring, but really think practically about once that's now in place, what are these other issues and how do we address those? We are likely to return to work people who, though they may have some anxieties when they step into work the first day, feeling a whole lot more comfortable, secure, and really happy with their employer and feeling heard and feeling heard and feeling happy again tends to bring down the possibility of legal claims. So to me, this is all part of the process of doing a smooth reentry that also limits legal claims. Fantastic. Well, Jay, uh, Dr. Sandys, we're proud to be partnering with you on this. The ELA, as uh, to our listeners, is a global organization. We're going to start this here in the U.S. with our members and invite our shared clients throughout the organization to participate in the survey and get access to the results. And hopefully, to your point, Jackie, that this will help employers in their planning to understand better as they go into their planning stages what the employees are really thinking. So appreciate your, both of your insights into today's program. Jay, thanks so much. Jackie, we appreciate having you. Have a great day, gang. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks a lot. If you'd like to connect with Jay Sandys from CCA or Jackie Kugel from Morgan Brown and Joy or any of our lawyers from around the world, please search for them on the ELA website at ela.law. Just go to the big Find a Lawyer widget in the center of the page, click on the drop-down box. There you can also sign up for invitations to upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to our on-demand content in the library, or access the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.